you froze there. Love Talk Radio. Hey everyone, you're listening to the Alter Life Show. We're also live on Facebook Live, and you can find that at adamtajdeen. Uh, well, it's actually facebook.com slash adamtajdeen. That's T-A-G-E-L-D-I-N. And you can find us live on there. Or you can see the recorded show at ultralifeshow.com. You can see all our recorded shows and listen to them on blogtalkradio.com slash ultralife. Uh, this show is about life, having an ultra life in business and in all aspects of life. So we find experts from around the world that will be uh, talking to us about different sections of business, whether it's marketing, uh, CEO, authors, what it takes to uh, write a book and become a best-selling author as we have today, and also what uh, it takes to have an ultimate, an ultra-life. So today we have special guest, Mark Weisenberger. Are you doing, Mark? Good, good. Um, I'm excited to have you on here. I met Mark about uh, 10 years ago. Is that right? You remind me at uh, CEO Space, I think, yeah. Right? I know, I know. I could have said years ago. I've been dating it. I need to stop doing that. Well, you're what? You were 25 then, now you're 35 now? Yeah. Um, so Mark is a best-selling author, a three-time best-selling author, and he is known as a disruptive marketer. Um, he also is a host of another show called Mark on Marketing, live show. Um, Mark, Mark works uh, with businesses to create tools and systems to increase lifetime value for their customers to grow and their business to increase profits. Mark, tell us a little bit about how you got started in this and why why are you doing this? And uh, they said, absolutely, and 
the tension in that room just disappear. Mm. Because I am now no longer a sales guy. I'm not that last marketing consultant that walked in the door with something to sell. Now I'm actually a business strategist for mm. them. That's great. That's uh, that's great. And I've heard that about books uh, consistently, especially on the show where we have authors on on here and speakers, how much of a difference that makes for their business. Absolutely. So you were sharing with me earlier why some of the things you share in your book is why chasing after new customers a mistake. And I found that interesting that you'd say that. I kind of got the concept when you when I read that, but at the same time I was like, well, you you, you know, go ahead and, and share with us what what do you mean by that? Hi guys, uh, 
Sorry, I, I, we had a technical difficulty. You're never supposed to have dead air, but here we are with dead air. We are coming back. All right, Mark. Uh, I forgot about our listeners online. Everyone, stand by, and we're going live in three. Well, let's see. Okay, guys, thank you for listening. If you're still there. Hey, guys, we're back. Sorry for the problems there. Uh, we had a little technical difficulty on the live broadcast on Facebook. But uh, Mark was sharing with us why uh, you shouldn't be chasing after new customers. And he was talking about how costly it was. And maybe you can catch up from there, Mark, or catch us up. Okay, yeah, I'll just uh, repeat some of that. Uh, Great. Thank you. Not sure exactly where we would cut off, but I was saying that chasing after new customers is the hardest, most costly activity a business owner can pursue. And then the real challenge is once that business has a new customer, they do absolutely nothing to nurture that customer to get that customer to buy more products more often. And to be associates well, why, why would you why would you say that is if I can interject? I should have warned you before I interject sometimes, but why do you think that is? Because I've noticed that too, is like once you go somewhere sometimes they're like uh they don't care about you anymore. Once you go and spend your money, they they don't really care about you anymore. Like you show up, you make a purchase. Okay, now what? They don't really care about you after that. Why do you think that is? Do you think you need to kiss 
the customer's butt constantly to keep them as a customer and keep growing them? Do you feel like you need to kiss a customer's butt to keep them coming and keep growing them, like really pamper them? Okay. Try, no one, no one will hear. 
true. If you don't appeal to a specific market, basically, you'll get lost in the market, right? Exactly. So, yeah, so, so that, go ahead. So I, I was just going to say that's a, one of the mistakes in marketing. The second one is uh, what I call one and done. Mm. And one and done has two different meanings to it. But, for example, a business owner wakes up in the morning and they realize they have two weeks. <laughs> and so they rest the office. And they put together a marketing campaign, uh, be it for radio, be it for Facebook, be it for LinkedIn, whatever. And over the next week, they generate ten thousand dollars. And so, I, I, you know, I'm generating enough money for my my mortgage. And then they quit. And then the next month comes. And they wake up, they all go. It's new again. And so then they go to the office and they create a whole other campaign, mm-hmm. which is the second set of part of that one event. You already have a campaign that works. You've proven that it works because it generated $10,000. So why not use that same campaign over? And my question is, why not use that second same campaign for every, you know, all four weeks of the month rather than just the one or two? Well, I got I got two more questions for you. You talk about how do you what do you mean when you talk about creating a lifetime value of a customer? That kind of sounds like something that would go into that. What you're saying because if you're marketing the same way to people. But the other thing is, what do you do when you've been doing marketing, like you're saying, that's working, and all of a sudden it stops working? Right. Yeah, so what I mean by uh, lifetime value of a customer, and I have met very few business owners that have ever heard of this, but will understand this concept. And so let's say... You have an establishment, I don't care if it's a product or a service, and let's say I come in as a new customer, and I spend $100, mm-hmm. and then because you make my earlier and you never market to me, I never come back, and so my lifetime value is $100 to that business, whereas because that's all the money I send there. Whereas if they were to market to me and get me back in the store, and let's say now I purchase a hundred dollars every single month for a year, now my lifetime value has just gone up to twelve hundred dollars. And as a business going into marketing, a you need to know the lifetime value of your customer. And secondly, you need to know what the acquisition cost is for a new customer. What, what's the word acquisition? When you say acquisition, I like to break things down really to layman terms. What does that mean? How many dollars are you spending mm-hmm. to get that new customer to Okay. Let's say. You spend 
Consultation, you talk to them because they got to get to know you first, right? Okay, great. And how can they reach you? Show.com. That's where all the links are, so it's the easiest thing just to say, unlike what I said earlier on the show. And uh, keep your eyes and ears out for us. And remember, our sponsor, Ultra Perform, with Product Accelerator and Wow. See you guys later. Thanks for listening and watching. Ta ta. Thank you, Mark. Bye. See you later. Yeah.